Where the Whiteboards Are, a podcast by educators about all things education. All right, we are running here. Welcome back to another episode of Where the Whiteboards Are. This is kind of a unique episode. I am flying solo here without Sam, Eric, or Amanda. And I'm also on the road. We have some old guests back, but we also have some new people that I'm really excited about. Do you guys want to introduce yourselves? You don't have to, depending on what you feel like you're going to say, you can keep it anonymous. Oh, I'm not scared. Go ahead. (laughs) They're going to know who we are. (laughs) I can modulate your voice. Yeah, that'd be sweet. That'd be sweet. Yeah, that'd be Uh, cool. (laughs) Yeah. I am Rusty Shackleford. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, Joey Stokes, ag teacher. Glad to be back again. Jared Brown, I'm also an ag teacher and also glad to be back again. (laughs) Uh, Lisa Stokes, I teach sixth grade math and it is my first time. And we're married. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so there's actually quite a bit there that we could unpack maybe about the whole family dynamics too. But So you teach sixth grade, but you've taught a lot more than just sixth grade. Yeah, I spent one year teaching third grade and then four years teaching fourth. And we have one more guest on. I don't know if she's going to talk or not, but that's okay. It's all right. We'll just keep moving on. And if she decides to hop in, she will. Our uh, our daughter, Abby Stokes, is, is sitting at the table with us as well. And uh, she is uh, very living the second grade dream right now. So um, she's got a lot of uh, experience in the elementary school that we'd love to hear about if she decides to talk to us. <laughs> well, and that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about kind of the... Youngins, elementary, middle school, a lot of the times on our podcast, we talk about high school almost exclusively. We have some experience with a little bit of middle school, but today we have the opportunity to really dig into what it's like to teach uh, the younger grade levels. Um, And it's, I would say it's very different from just a developmental standpoint, how you keep their attention, setting up your classroom. Um, contacting parents, all those things are definitely very different. Um, for the the ag gentleman on the podcast, look at me being all formal for you guys. Ag gentleman. We deserve your respect. Absolutely. <laughs> Have you guys had any experience with middle school? Yeah. Yeah. We've both taught middle school um, in two different districts. Well, I have in two different districts anyway. Yeah. Um, seventh and eighth grade. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my favorite thing that we do throughout the year, um, we used to have something called Food for America, where we'd go into elementary school classrooms, and um, and then we, it morphed into, um, there was a new program called Ag Ed on the Move, where we got to go teach elementary school kids, and I've got to do that in a couple of different districts, and that's like my favorite days of the year, is whenever I get to oh, go okay. into third grade, second grade classrooms, and uh, and talk to those kids who have their hand up constantly, wanting to tell you all about their day and everything so um i don't know if i could do it every day all day but um it's it's so much fun to go in with those young kids so yeah it's kind of the same for me um i've taught seventh and eighth grade sometimes they're my favorite class and then sometimes they're not uh (laughs) it kind of it's a 
big, uh, yeah. it kind of depends on the kids. Um, some of them are just super excited and they want to do everything that, that you're right. You know, that, that you're going to do that day. And, and, and so that's kind of refreshing, uh, to, to jump into a classroom where every kid wants to participate. Yeah. And, and it don't seem to get that at the high school level. It seems like we got a lot more distractions and stuff and a little bit more attitudes of maybe not care. Um, so that's, that's the good thing I, I, I like about going to the middle school level and, and teaching, teaching that. I try to keep it hands on. Um, cause a lot of times we're only with those kids for a short amount of time. Maybe it's a quarter or a semester. And, and so you try to throw as many things at them, but, and also, you know, you're trying to recruit those kids for your high school program and, and you want the good ones. You want the, the kids that are fired up that want to do stuff. Um, and so you're trying to encourage them to, Hey, you can continue this and do this in high school and do a lot with it. So. Yeah. So, uh, Elisa, tell me a little bit about your experience. You've had, I mean, to me, there's a big developmental difference in the grade levels that you've taught. Do Do you have a favorite? Do you see any like trends or anything like that? I guess really, just give us give us some of your insights, some of your wisdom. Um, I definitely think for me, fourth grade was harder than third okay um third grade was hard because they learn a lot of new things that year but fourth grade is when they start to sort of kind of catch attitude yeah um but thus far i think sixth grade is my favorite okay which a lot of people are surprised because you know everyone's mm-hmm. afraid of middle schoolers and a lot of subs don't even want to go into middle yeah. schools um but i just fit so much better yeah. My personality is so much better for middle school because I'm more sarcastic. Yeah, and yeah. Developmentally, elementary kids don't always um, catch on to that sarcasm. And so I would get myself in trouble at times teaching <laughs> elementary because I'd try to be sarcastic with them and they yeah. would tell their parents and it would be taken the wrong way. <laughs> so I, I definitely enjoy sixth grade. Um, I don't have as much parent interaction, okay. which is actually kind of nice. Yeah. I hate to say it, but yeah, when you're an elementary teacher, constantly in contact with the parents and I had an app where they could text me and yeah. they just had access to me all the time. I don't have that now. And it is so much better and so much more relaxing. Yeah. And I do call home if I need to, but right. there's a lot less of that. Yeah. When you had, the, when they had the access to the app, was it constant during school hours? Was it after school as well? It was all. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. You'd get them all. Anytime. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, it was, it yeah. was awful. I remember in, when I taught elementary, I would dread waking up to messages <sighs> because it yeah. was just like, I'm going to wake up and I'm going to have this and that. Yeah. And it just, I dreaded it, but I don't, I don't dread my job anymore. Okay. So. That's good. That's good. How's, what was the difference in like prep and planning? So when I taught elementary prep was intense. Um, I went to school on the weekends because I was, yeah. Doing all the subjects, math, science, social studies. You know, I even tried to do cursive, even though yeah. everyone says we don't teach it anymore. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> there, there, it was just, I would go up there on weekends and I was at the printer all the time. Um, a couple of years I had an aide that would print things for me and that was really helpful. But on top of all that prep, you also have a ton of grading. Yeah. Um, and I don't have that now because now I just teach math. And I teach five sections of it and it is the same every single time. So I only have one prep okay, and very minimal printing. Yeah. So. Yeah. 
So for me, I'm kind of in a new boat. I don't know that I've necessarily uh, expressed it overtly on the podcast that I went back into education and I'm teaching fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth math, but also high school leadership and some high school algebra one and consumer math. And so lots of different things. But so the first time I'm in the middle school, I spent half my day in the middle school and like prepping for the middle school, I just felt like there was a lot more pressure on me because that one, I, a lot of it was for myself because mm-hmm. I'd never done it. High school math, you know, I, I think I could just be inserted into a math classroom and ready to, you know, pick up wherever somebody was, was at. No big deal. But middle school, I had to prep for the first time um, in a new way. But now I'm kind of like, I've hit my stride and I'm like, oh. Like I, I know where I'm going with this. I know what I'm doing and it's exciting. Those kids are engaged in a, in a new way that I'm not used to like high schoolers. There's a sense of, um, like self ego that you have to play around with. And sometimes you have to appease their ego. And other times you have to try and squash that ego with, uh, fifth graders, especially they're just kind of maybe coming into some of that, like the attitude, So, but it's not fully developed. So they're still kind of like, you can shape it. And then the sixth graders, they have more of that. Um, but yeah, they definitely understand sarcasm more in it. And it's yeah. a little bit more developed. They're like maybe the best version of high schoolers. <laughs> I don't know if that's a, a good analogy, analogy or not, but um, it's been interesting for sure. And, and, and I would probably even go so far as say it's been a good experience. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely different um, going from one to the other. Uh, I don't know. The middle school kids are funny because I don't know, they're so awkward yes. in a lot of ways. And they're trying to figure out, I don't know, where they fit in and what's cool now and what's not cool. Whereas before, nobody cared about so many things. And then they get in the middle school and they don't want anyone to know that they own a coat. <laughs> oh, yes. And in middle school, if you're a boy and you get a haircut. Oh, Coming yeah. to school that first day after having a haircut is just brutal. It's, it's a word. Yeah. <laughs> the other boys razz you about your haircut. Yeah. Tell you you got no riz. <laughs> See, I, I guess I'm still oblivious. Those are things <laughs> no, I know. You just I don't, yeah. Yeah. We haven't ever taken them outside and they're like, you're like, it's all right, kids. It's like 40 degrees out today. You like, get your coat. And they're like, oh, I, I don't have a coat. They're, yeah. they're out there and they're just freezing. And you're like, you yeah. cold? And they're like, no. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm good. They, they probably wore. <laughs> Gym shorts and a t-shirt that day. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. so but, but in August when it was 110, they had a hoodie. hoodie on. On. Yeah. 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 I'm like, are we living in the upside down here? I mean, I don't get it. Yeah. I hundred percent had that experience where we were trying to find the volume of the middle school. How much space does the entire middle school take up? So we're outside measuring and doing all those things and we're taking our time measuring the inside and outside, but you know, days are getting colder now in October, November. So they're like, can we go outside? I'm like, no, you're, you're wearing shorts and a t-shirt and that's it. Like you didn't come in with a coat and they're like, no, I'm good. I'm like, no, you're not. <laughs> like yeah. you don't have to be tough with me. But, but, but watching them try to prove to you how all right they <laughs> right. are whenever they're legitimately yeah. freezing outside is, yeah. it's quite entertaining. I'm like, if, if the girl in the class wasn't here today, I don't think you would be saying this. Yes. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Or if they. Even better, instead of bringing a coat, they bring a blanket. 
and drag that around with <laughs> oh, them all day. Yeah. You know, I'm like, Absolutely you know, they put not. sleeves on those and zippers back in the day. Call <laughs> yeah. them jackets. <laughs> we don't have to have blankets draped around. It's like we're a bunch of homeless folks yeah. just roaming around the school. I mean, hell. Do you I, remember the Snuggies? Do you remember, you know, the Snuggies? Yes. Heck yeah. We had a girl this week had oh. one on. Bring, a, bring the Snuggie. Yeah. Just walking around with I mean, it. I, and it was warm this week. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we had to make a school rule of no blankets. Well, at the That's middle crazy. school, like there, there are no blankets. There are no pajamas allowed either. It's like dress code. Really? Uh, yeah. Oh man, we oh. would riot if we couldn't wear our pajamas. Yeah, yeah. it's can't, not that way at the high school. Can't dress like you're going yet. to Walmart. <laughs> That's and we can't have a Spirit Week without having Pajama Day either. Now. Well, like and, like whenever you say Spirit Week, they're like, oh, pajamas, and yeah. I'm like, all right, yeah. That's I'm so excited on pajama day. Oh man, yeah, me too. So what? I'm always uncomfortable wearing pajamas as a teacher. Like, it just it feels weird. Yeah, I'm not doing it. Yeah. So uh, (laughs) it's like okay, sweatpants and a hoodie. Like, I'm look, I'm participating. I'm not wearing real pajamas. Yeah, I straight up refuse to wear pajamas. Right. Jared boycotted whenever we had tie dye T shirts. We were supposed to wear as a staff. Believe me, I got it changed. Got it changed. Yeah, God forbid we use school colors for because I think I wore shirts. the tie dye shirt this yeah. year, and yeah. I think I did. Maybe I, not. I'm not afraid that somebody might call me a hippie, but you know, somewhere there's a gateway drug, and tie dye shirts may be that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I just yeah, you know, it's not worth the risk. Just say no, kids. Right? That's there. right. Just say no tie dye. So, complete side story here about pajamas and school. I was in fifth grade. It's homecoming week, and we had pajama day. It was like middle of the week, I think. I don't really remember. I go to school in my pajamas, and I have this really long Bart Simpson t-shirt on, and my house burns down that day. I lose everything except the pajamas. <laughs> the only thing I owned was pajamas and that has haunted me ever since of like yeah i really don't want to wear pajamas what if my house burns <laughs> the house burns down and this is all what a cruel twist of fate right so that's another thing and i really yeah. think all of you should have that in your mind on pajama day yeah well it maybe, will be now thanks maybe have that. some backup plans. Yeah. of course i don't wear pajamas so yeah. i don't have to worry about nope, that nope, nope. see i tell the kids yeah. whenever they ask me why you don't wear pajamas i i have literally slept at school before i had an air mattress in my room and i had to sleep there on a pulled pork dinner night because i had to smoke the meat all night the night before and i was like i could drag this home and bring it back and then yeah. i'm gonna be getting up every hour and i was like i'm just sleeping at school you slept Goodness. I slept in my classroom. So that's to see. You know, here's a snack size candy bar for you. Yeah. yeah. Show my appreciation. Good job. Yeah. We appreciate well it. Yeah. You know what? Hear ye, hear ye. Let's yeah. have let's have a jeans well, day. Let's have was, a jeans day. <laughs> it was crazy that <laughs> month. Speaking my, of elementary. That, I mean, that come month, on, folks. My paycheck jeans was day. exactly what it was the week before. So or the month before. So anyway. Yeah. Crazy deal. Do you feel that there is any leniency on elementary teachers that maybe is not there on middle school teachers? No. Um, That is just my personal opinion. I felt way more pressure on being an elementary teacher because as an elementary teacher, you're expected to do all the fluff, which I hated about elementary school because I thought it was a waste of time. Mm -hmm. Um, In my class, I'm not crafty. My classroom never looked 
like a typical elementary school oh, classroom. And I remember on maternity leave, my administrator was like, your classroom looks fine. But mm. I was like, I haven't had just had a I baby. Thought, like, right. who cares? Yeah. You thought didn't, what? Didn't somebody tell you that it wasn't engaging enough or something like that? Your classroom? Um, <clears throat> That was your sister-in-law. Oh, yeah. She said that Ebby's room wasn't colorful, colorful enough, ah, so therefore yes. it wasn't stimulating, stimulating enough, enough for her. Yes. You need a lot more beanbags in your classroom. That's what I think. Lots <laughs> oh, of beanbags. Oh, yeah. Bags. We went through all that, too, the flexible seating yeah. thing. We interviewed a principal one year. We were interviewing for a new principal, and she's like, I'm just really big on flexible seating, and I want every teacher to use it. And I was like, get out. <laughs> get out. Yeah, but it just like in elementary, they just they change everything all the time, yeah. and everyone wants to try all these new things. And there's constantly stuff like that, flexible seating, PBIS, the yes. positive behavior inhibition oh, yeah. stuff. And I I disagreed with that to my core because yeah. it was like we they were dogs and we were dangling treats in their mm. face to be good, and it, I felt like it was demeaning and operant conditioning. Yeah, yeah. it was. I didn't like it. Yeah. So, and they also tried the counselor at the time got it to go to the middle school level. Okay. Which I was like, that's not going to work. They're going to have a yeah. heyday with that, and they did. Yeah. Because they're not stupid. Yeah. And neither are the elementary kids. Yeah. So. Well, it's it's interesting <laughs> about kind of the classroom setup. I have never had to be concerned about what my classroom looked like. In my previous room, I was really lucky. I had a little kitchen. I had a fridge. I had my own bathroom. I had a separate office in the classroom. But with the nature of having a leadership class, there was just stuff going through my classroom all the time, just constant. So it was kind of, what's the project of the week? And that's how my room was decorated. (laughs) Um, And here I am setting up my classroom. And I'm like, at the middle school, I'm looking at the classrooms around me. And I'm like, Oh, I'm way out of my league here. Like, and I felt like for maybe a few days, a little bit of pressure. And then I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to change the way I teach. And I'm going to be cool with that. So I don't have some like big theme. And and I don't think that that takes away um, from people's ability to teach, but it wasn't going to enhance my teaching. Um, So I was like, you know what? It's going to be okay. It absolutely and I is. have kids that are like, you have the most boring room. And I'm like, okay, I'm cool with yeah. that. Just, the kids t- have told me, my sixth graders told mm-hmm. me they like my room because it's clean and it's not cluttered. Yeah. So. There you go. I've never gotten that compliment. <laughs> are you a hot mess? Does your room look like his truck? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> hey, I'm busy. You got you got crap to get done. It ain't That's got, right. got yeah. time to move that little stuff. Away. Those AI rods from them pigs from three months ago. I'll get around to using those yeah. in another nine months. Okay. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, I got my piles. I know my system. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I know. Yeah, you clean, and then you're like, "Where the heck that go?" Yeah. Well, your I'm students are stressed stuff. because your classroom is not that. I'm overstimulating them You're with over-stimulating just clutter yeah. of yep. junk. And I do have a nice picture of John Wayne pointing a gun at everybody. So I'm sure I'll get Ooh. nice. You wouldn't be allowed down. to have that in your room. Really? No, no, I no. Because it's violent. Not. Yeah. Yeah. What was we were uh, so, yeah, I gave a Cobra Kai speech 
Nice. Strike and, hard. Uh, strike, strike first. Strike hard. No, no mercy. mercy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I give. I give this yeah. speech trying to pep the kids up for state convention two years ago, and I'm like, "All right, kids. I'm like, go in there. We're gonna strike first. Strike hard. No mercy." And uh, and so the next year, the kids are getting T-shirt designs, and we've always like we've had the most lame T-shirts for the past four years. So every year, we put an American flag on it. Says Buffalo FFA, and that's it. That's our T-shirt. And I'm like, real creative, kids. <laughs> so the kids are like, let's do a Cobra Kai T-shirt. And I'm yeah. like, yes. So I just replace the snake with a buffalo. And it's like, strike first, strike hard, no mercy. And I, uh, we're getting ready to get them printed up. My teaching partner's like, ah, uh, we should probably run that past administration. And uh, I'm like, really? <laughs> and I'm like, all right, whatever. Send it, send it to him. So, it. <laughs> so, the, so the, yeah, the message that I got back was like, I can't approve that. That incites violence. And I'm like, well, I guess it's a good thing we ran it past administration then. So anyway, dang it. Interesting. That used to be my signature line on my school email. Yeah. <laughs> Was the strike first, <laughs> oh my strike, God. strike hard, no mercy. All right. I'm Jared glad Brown. you bring this up. Uh-huh. Email signatures in the two years I was out of education has suddenly changed. And now you have to have like a graphic. With oh, yeah. your email signatures. Yep. And with my business, I have that. Yeah. But as a teacher, I don't feel the need to have some graphic. I don't even spell with my, my resume. entire name anymore. It's J Brown. <laughs> Ag teacher. That's it. That's all you're getting. Yeah. Okay. There's, there's a gal. She teaches there. She's got six different lines of titles of crap that she does. And I'm like, good yeah. for you. Yeah. I'm sure glad you're I on the prom one. committee. I'm Congratulations. Sure. Yes. Yeah. I'm glad I made it to the bottom of the email just so I could read all that crap. I mean, <laughs> good for you. That's funny that you say that because one of the teachers I work with has her signature is like a, it looks like a business card yeah. at the bottom and her photo is on it. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Kind of real estate kind of stuff. Yeah. There. Yeah. yeah. Insurance. Yeah. yeah. Got to have your photo on it in those businesses. That's, I think that's why I couldn't be in that business because I'd have to have my photo everywhere. But do you, do you, I've had this conversation a lot lately yeah. that hits home. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. I got a face for radio, so it's, that's, <laughs> that's the problem. So what, let's talk about the fluff thing that you brought up. <laughs> yeah. So do you feel like middle school has less fluff? Oh, I feel like middle school has zero fluff. Okay. If you're a middle school teacher and you have fluff, you're doing too much. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You're working too hard. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. And I, that's why I love my job so much. There's no fluff. Fluff. I'm in yeah. and out. I'm teaching math. It's black, white, right or wrong. Right. And so it's interesting. And I'm sure you guys have heard it being in high schools. You know, when when we had have people from other buildings come to ours, it was always, like, oh, it's so boring. And on some level, I understand because we've also had conversations about like, hey, we could, you know, show off student work and do things like that. But you go to um, some elementary schools um, and there's, there's just stuff mm-hmm. everywhere. Yeah. And for me, that's very overstimulating, but, yes. but that's just a me thing. No, I think they expect you to do that. Okay. And I, th- I don't know. There's always, there's that debate out there where people, some people think, and maybe I've, I yeah. have thought this <clears throat> before too, maybe elementary teachers deserve a little more pay than the rest okay. of us because gosh, I think being a kindergarten teacher is, 
incredibly hard. Yes. Um, and you yes. know, the, the elementary teachers do all the subjects and all mm -hmm. the fluff. And I think they spend more time at school and, you know, they're doing the cutesy stuff, but that's what's expected of you. Yeah. Um, I remember a parent saying to me, I just want my kid to have fun in elementary. I just want my kid to have fun in elementary. And they, it's like, they think it's like a birthday party and they need to be entertained and everything has to be pretty right. and it has to, and that's like, that's a lot to expect of one person. Yeah. Do you think we're now reaping the rewards of that type of setup at the, at the high school level where it's like these kids were expected like to be entertained and everything should mm -hmm. have an aesthetic applied to it and they get to high school and it's kind of like, hey, we're trying to prepare you for something after high school, whether that's college or career readiness, something. <laughs> and that that's just not a reality of the real world. Well, they I think they've replaced that, you know, stimulating th with with phones. That's what they're focused on because okay. that is constantly, you know, pictures, videos, all kinds yeah. of stuff going on. You know, where they didn't have a phone in elementary, they got pictures and posters everywhere. I mean, I've got a poster of all six dairy breeds right there on the wall, and I give a quiz over identifying. The six dairy breeds, all they have to do is turn to the right and the answer's right there, but they don't notice it. So I, I they're not using their resources. They're not using their resources. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I don't. Interesting. I, yes. So I don't. Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, sorry. I, 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 I don't know, know that that's true okay. for all kids, though. Yeah. I would say, and, and, you know, I would say, you know, with the, the pressure and stuff with that for elementary kids, I, yeah, or, yeah, and elementary teachers, teachers. Yeah, absolutely. That's true. And I think that the expectations that are put on them and, you know, we talk about parents being in contact with us and I, I just know from living with you how much, <laughs> how much more there is with parents getting after elementary teachers than mm -hmm. we ever deal with at the oh, secondary yeah. level by any means. But, um, yeah, I, I just think, you know, if you have engaging things in front of kids all day long, whether that's at the elementary or whether that's the high school, you know, that's what really matters way more than what you slap on the walls in, yes. in any level. And I think kids can see through it, too. And they can, you know, they all know the teacher that's got stuff everywhere. And it's like, look at how fun I am. And they're like, oh, I hate going down there. Because so, <laughs> it's chaos. Yeah. I was once on a calendar committee for the school district where the ag teachers and myself taught. And I had, we had, we had come up with a calendar that as a building that we were on board with and we needed to propose it to the other buildings. So I went with our counselor at the time and uh, to the elementary and we proposed this calendar and it was kind of set up to where let's start early and let's be done early. And we were met with um, a very vehement disagreement from the elementary and all the, uh, for the most part, all the people that were there are no longer there for the most part. And, and there were a lot of comments that kind of blew me away. And I think maybe uh, twisted my perception of elementary teachers. Cause it was, it was almost this gang mentality against our proposition um, and there were things like, you know, if we start early, then that's really going to mess up calendar because they don't really start engaging students until Christmas time, 
which was a really strange thing to say out loud. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And their administrator wasn't there. It was like a sub administrator. Um, And it was a whole, it was a whole thing. Um, There were comments like, well, that would really mess up all the field trips that we want to take because that's like what we do fourth quarter. And I was like, what? Like, (laughs) that's okay. Um, And just all these really strange um, statements that were, were set out. And, and the one that maybe stuck with me the most was, well, if we start any earlier, that's not really fair to us because it takes us at least a week to get our bulletin boards ready. And that would mean we would have to, you know, we wouldn't have enough time because part of it was there wouldn't be as much um, contract time before the first day with students was, was part of that calendar. And I... Uh, just being me, I just said, well, why, why does the whole school district need to be in session for you to do your bulletin boards? And that was not the thing to say <laughs> in front of that crowd. And I didn't know. I now know yeah. um, that that was uh, deeply important to them. And there, there's definitely, yes, a disconnect or there's a line between elementary and high school teachers. And I think both each side views each other maybe not i don't just very differently and and, yeah yeah and and it's hard to come to an agreement with something like that and they you know what you value and they value is is different a lot different you know the bulletin board's a big thing yeah big thing i guess i I, and i don't want anybody to think my remarks are disparaging it was more just trying to reflect back on on a moment and it is it's very different worlds and being in the middle school to me is a very different world as well mm-hmm. At, and it luckily it's not so stark as being in the the elementary world yeah um, I, well, my first experience being a sub principal was in the elementary and it was like holy crap and, yeah. and it, it it's a well-run building it, it they really didn't even need me there i was just i mean i got to do some cool discipline stuff, but as far as it, it ran itself. They didn't need me. Um, (laughs) So, which is good. It it says a lot about the people that are there, but uh, it, yeah, it's just a different world. It was pretty eye opening for me just to be there. And, and and it's predominantly women in there. I think there was one, the one gentleman who uh, teaches gym, Mm -hmm. uh, but, rest of them are women and so yeah they just i I don't know i've been there a couple more times and and uh been able to kind of interact with the teachers in a little bit but like i said they everything is run pretty tight uh the kids there's i don't know there's not as much freedom for the kids that i see and 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 you know even at lunch i mean they're shutting the lights off. They're too loud, and or something that wouldn't bother me. Right. They're right. they're cutting it off pretty quick. So it's yeah. It was just a lot different for me. Um, I don't know if I could ever be an administrator at the elementary level. Uh, I don't know if that I I feel confident that I could support teachers in a way that they would need uh, to yeah t- t- to be successful. I don't know. Maybe it, it yeah. might be a great thing i don't know but 
I would, it's one of those things where, um, I feel like I would need more experience with it. Like, I, I just don't know what I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Um, it's interesting having it. My oldest child is in kindergarten. So I'm seeing elementary school from a different perspective. Um, and I'm blown away at what our kindergarten teacher does and can do and the amount of organization, let alone the, the scope of what she, she does is just like blown. I'm just blown away. Um, uh, how talented of an educator that she is. So, and, and I, there's so many kindergarten teachers back to your comment, Elisa, like they're, it's amazing what they do. Yeah. Those kids have never been in school. Yeah. Um, I remember it was a wake up call for me. My first year teaching, I taught third grade and I remember seeing the kindergarten teacher. She went to the lunchroom in the morning and made all her kindergartners get an empty tray and she made them practice yeah. walking through the line Dumping it into the trash can, walking, you know, and like, I was like, I don't have the patience for that. Yeah. But, but it's, yeah. you have to teach them everything because yeah. they've never done school before. Cause some kids, you know, don't go to preschool. Yeah. But even then, that's a different, that is a whole different game yeah. too than kindergarten. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I just remember thinking like, that is not for me. Yeah. I, so, uh, during, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Joe. Oh, I was just going to say, um, you know, um, we kind of hit on this just a little bit, but um, the the disparity between buildings. Um, did you notice whenever you were in elementary buildings that there was any animosity towards high school teachers or middle school teachers from the, you know, we we all do it. I feel like, you know, there's, <laughs> there's, oh my gosh, can you believe what those elementary teachers are doing over there? Or, you know, um, did you notice any of that from the, the elementary teacher? No, I didn't feel like there, an, there was any animosity from the elementary teachers because the elementary teachers were too busy <laughs> with everything. Yeah. Um, but I do remember the middle school or the, you Okay. I do remember the middle school teachers being like, you guys at the elementary are babying them and then they're coming to us and they're not successful. But then the high school says that about the middle yeah, school yeah, and right. then it's, you know. Yeah. It, during COVID, I had the experience of like, you know, we, we weren't really teaching like schools were just trying to figure it out week to week, day to day. So my wife was working from home and still kind of doing work, but remote for the first time. So I was trying to take care of two toddlers and I was like, I would take a classroom of 40 high schoolers above two toddlers like that, let alone, <laughs> right. I, and I could extrapolate that out to elementary kids. Like this is so much harder. Like it's not in my wheelhouse and I don't have experience with it, but High schoolers, I can attempt to reason with, yes. like they, for the most part, have the ability to reason. Little kids, it's it's different, and I don't have that skill set. And it's like not having control was man, it was awful. Yeah, and that's uh, yeah, that's like I say, like it's the most fun thing in the world for me to go over and teach for one you. day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for one or two days, um, and and you know, it's we've got kids in the high school that'll wear you out and drive you nuts but uh, you know there's those kids in the the elementary school that have to tell you everything <laughs> and they've constantly got their hand up they're yeah. constantly right there and you know you can have fun with that kid for for a day or two but yeah, yeah if you're there with them every day i can't imagine how exhausting it gets yeah, yeah that's but, what eventually 
broke me is being in the same room with the same kids all day long. Yeah. I was like, I can't do this anymore. Um, so it's nice for them to come in and go out. Because if you do have a butt head, you're like, okay, I can deal with you for 50 minutes. Yeah. And then you're on your way. Yep. Yep. <laughs> There's a lot of milk cartons that need to be opened at the elementary. Yes. That, and Tupperware that kept lid. me busy. And yeah, parents, yeah. dang it. Send something that your kid can open. <laughs> this kindergartner, when I worked at Mooresville, she was crying at the microwaves. And I was like, honey, what's wrong? And she's like, I can't get the lid off my Tupperware bowl. <laughs> <laughs> she was just crying right. and not asking anyone for help. Yeah. and Because they don't know. And they're so emotional about everything. And yeah. oh, I yeah. was just like, okay. <laughs> yeah. There's a little girl on my bus who gets emotional on everything. And 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 for some, some days, you know, I get it. Like mom forgot to sign the permission slip to stay after school to watch a movie. I get she's upset about that, but it was like the first week of school. I'm driving the bus, still learning the route. Don't know the kids' names. I'm just trying to make it happen. And I was like, uh, I see this girl, and then she's crying hysterically. And I'm like, uh-oh, uh-oh. I start worrying. I'm like, something's wrong. Something's bad wrong. The way she's crying and so I look and I ask some other kids. I was like, why is, uh, why is she crying? So they go and ask her and they come back. It's like, she ain't got her crayons. I'm like, <laughs> all right. Uh, well, you just got a couple more stops. We'll be home. And uh, so we get to her stop. There's mom waiting in the driveway. And so I'm worried that mom's going to think something bad, like horrible happened on the bus. And. And so I asked the little girl, I was like, Dad, did some, somebody upset you? Uh, somebody be mean to you? And, it, you know, she was at the... <laughs> and I was like, all right, have a good day. And she got off the bus and I waved at mom. And and, uh, and now you have a pack of crayons I ready have, to yes, go. Yes, I... Yeah, <laughs> pencils. Here's a sucker kid. Calm down. <laughs> what about uh what about elementary school parties? That's something that we don't have to deal with at the, yeah. uh, at the oh, high yeah, school that level. That is another thing I enjoy politics. not doing. I I hated the elementary school parties cuz I'm not an entertainer. I'm not okay. a hostess. Yeah. And I, you know, Joey and I don't have a lot of people over mm -hmm. and if we do it's like I'm comfortable with them, yeah. you know, and we know them. But as an elementary teacher, I'd have all these parents in my room and I just felt like I had to run around and entertain everyone. And if I didn't talk to someone, oh. they would be like, oh, Miss Stokes is a snob. Yeah. And, you know, there's a lot going on and there's crafts and there's food and the kids are running up to me and I'm trying to get them home correctly because mm -hmm. that was a thing, right? I yes. love that the bell rings and my middle schoolers <laughs> just walk out. I don't know where you're going. Yeah. Are you going to the bus? I don't know. Car rider? I don't know. Right. I got kids hopping in the car at the stop sign up the road when they're walkers. But the yeah, the classroom parties were stressful for me personally because that is not my thing. Yeah. So are, there has to be politics involved with that, right? Like, well, you kind of mentioned like, yeah. oh, well, I didn't if I didn't talk to everybody, but is it also like because we're like classroom moms or what were they called head, yes, head, yeah. headroom parent or head, yeah. Yeah, yeah class mom yeah yep. those things and it was i always remember there was kind of like who some decides that yeah like who's who decides um, the um i think they volunteer, they volunteer or the pto or somebody does um i don't really remember yeah but yeah I heard there was a one year that some parents had fought outside Ooh. of school okay. but then they came 
<laughs> two their kids were in my class together and so they were in my classroom together but they like had a physical awesome. oh, altercation wow. outside of school awesome. and then they're together in my room and i was just like this is so uncomfortable <laughs> so luckily nothing broke out right yeah gotta keep it interesting yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. good mm-hmm. good fight in the third grade classroom between parents, <laughs> that would be awesome. So, is there anything else that you don't miss about elementary that I don't miss? Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I do not miss, like I said, getting them home. Like yeah. parents would call. I had a kid one year that had he was um, autistic and he could not he could not handle change, and that's pretty normal for yeah. a kid that has that issue. Um, his mom and dad would change his transportation all the time. Like they would tell him, hey, you're going to grandma's. And so he would get there in the morning and be like, I'm going to grandma's after school. But then someone, dad mm. would call and be like, no, you're going to mom's. And he would freak out. And they did it all the time. And it was always at like one or two o'clock in the afternoon. And he would have full on meltdowns, like yeah. getting under a table. One time he ran out of the school and was like under a bus. Oh, and we my had to gosh. dig him out because he just he had anger issues. Yeah. And yeah. Just parents would call and change transportation all the time, which we've had to do that for Ebby, but I try not to that much. Right. But it was like every day, this poor kid just needed consistency. Yeah. But yeah, I don't miss that. That's one thing I've never really had to think about is like, well, what happens to the kids when the bell rings? It's just, okay, the bell rings, you go live your life. Yes. Like um, my elementary kids, I had to walk them everywhere. I had to walk them to specials. I had to pick them up from specials. I had to walk them to lunch. I had to pick them up from lunch. I had to sit in the lunchroom. Like there was zero freedom. And now my kids, they come in my room and they leave my room. And I don't really, like we stand outside our classrooms to kind of monitor, but I don't have to walk them places. (laughs) So that is very nice. Is there anything that you miss about it? I'm sure there is. Yeah, yeah, I miss their writing. You know, fourth graders can write some pretty hilarious papers. Um, And I do, there was a couple of activities I did with them that was really fun. And I like did STEM science stuff with them. And they always had so much fun with that, like building marshmallow shoots Mm -hmm. out of straws and catapults, you know? Yeah. Um, So that stuff was fun. Um, but it was definitely, I think the exhaustion just overshadowed that. Yeah. And at the end of it, I thought, I actually thought I did not want to be a teacher anymore at all. Yeah. Without even considering like, Hey, maybe you should try a different age group. <laughs> um, but then the math job opened where I am now and I took it and I love it. Good so, for you. Yeah. So maybe this is off topic, but. Was there ever like this weird teacher guilt when you're like, man, I'm just exhausted. I don't know that I want to do this. Was there ever like, I've, mm. I'm a terrible teacher, like, you know, anything I like that? I definitely thought I was a terrible teacher, but I think that's my personality. Okay. I'm very self-critical. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I don't, I don't think I felt guilty about it because okay. I just couldn't do it. Like I, yeah. I'm like, this is just not for me and that's okay. And when I got to the middle school and realized how much I liked it and how much of a better fit I was, I'm like, so, someone belongs somewhere. Like everybody belongs somewhere. Mm-hmm. Some people are meant for high school. Some people are meant for middle school and some people are really good for elementary. And that's just not me. Yeah. So, and that's okay. I- I think culture plays into that so much too, because your your building is like the most amazing yeah. <laughs> culture and school building. Uh, I've been in a lot of different buildings, and it's phenomenal there where you're at. It is, and you know it, we've talked before about how 
I mean, just changing one person in a building can make you go from having the worst year ever to the best year ever. So we know. do have an amazing middle school building. Everyone is so fun. Oh, and I have great administrators, but the culture at my previous district was awful. And yeah. so maybe that contributed to it as well, but I like where I am now. Good. That's part of the battle right there. Yes. It is the battle. <laughs> it is the battle. But I mean, seriously, those guys, like they send her postcards. It's like, hey, I noticed you did this. And that mm -hmm. was so great for kids. And I mean, yeah. that just little things left and right that they do. That's phenomenal mm -hmm. they decorate the building for christmas for the kids yeah um last year and this year like like big like lights all down the hallway and the kids come into it after thanksgiving break oh super cool so it's yeah. fun it's a fun building so at this point i'm gonna go ahead and try to do some sort of an outro that you guys give last thoughts here just because we're at like 45 minutes Okay. Into wow. the episode. Yeah, it goes fast. Yeah. It does. Um, it, I think we, as a podcast with where the whiteboards are, need to discuss elementary and middle school a lot more at length and do better. Um, but even within our, our circle of friends and, and teachers, you know, we have a lot of experience um, and we've never really done a great job of delving into that. But I think... Lisa, you're right. Like everybody has a place, you know, and if elementary is not right for me, that's okay. That's okay. I may never understand their world fully, but it also takes a team to make a school district, let alone kids, uh, successful. So if you find your place as a teacher, I hope um, you can have success and make a difference out there. Um, any last thoughts from you all as we wrap up this episode? I, I think that kind of speaks to, again, to the rift maybe between, mm -hmm. um, you know, high school teachers, we hang out with each other outside of school. And I think elementary school teachers hang out with elementary school teachers outside of school. And we don't, uh, we don't necessarily put a lot of effort into making those connections, maybe like we should sometimes. Yeah. And um, probably a lot of positive things that could come out of doing a better job of that. Yeah. yeah. For me, uh, the difference that I see is, especially in the district that I'm in, um, it seems like the high school teachers are, are, are great people. But when it comes to doing those, just like getting together as a district and doing like a big dinner for like Christmas or something, it seems like our high school is a little less motivated yeah. to do that, where it seems like the elementary is all about it. They're all signing up and, 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 and so, I, I don't know where I was going with that, but maybe they just, <laughs> they, they kind of have a little bit better sense of community where uh, folks at the high school are just kind of like, you know, I, I've got my life at, at home and I want to go home and yeah. uh, I don't want to have to drive back to school to, to have dinner with people I see every day. Yeah. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I get that too. I mean, I, I want to go home. I mean, you know, it, it doesn't excite me to go to uh, uh, the district christmas party i i just i don't i've yeah. been to several <laughs> and uh so yeah i i don't know like i said that i th there's different a difference in people and you're right it, it takes the right people for the right job and once they find their place they can be super successful 
and and they know when they're in the wrong place that they're mm-hmm. just not happy and and they they've got to make that change so yeah i think that just what you said i think with the elementary teachers wanting to do those things and the older teachers not i think it's about boundaries i don't think maybe elementary school teachers are good at setting boundaries mm-hmm. um so once i set them um i'm very happy i good. i leave good when the bell rings and I go out running. So I think a lot more elementary teachers need to focus on their mental health Yeah, and don't let people tell you that you're selfish because you're not spending all your extra time at school. And just because you're not at school all the time doesn't mean that you're a bad teacher. Wise words. I wish somebody would have told me that a few years ago. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's great that you found that. Um, I think uh, I, I think so many teachers need to hear those things. Mm -hmm. So thanks for listening on this episode of where the whiteboards are. We will catch you next time. Thanks for listening to where the whiteboards are. If you have any questions or comments for us, you can reach us at WTWA at 277media.com. The opinions expressed in our podcast are that of the individuals and do not represent the opinions of their employees, school districts, or communities in which they work.